You're listening to Utah Public Radio. Part of a partnership with the Utah Women's Giving Circle, Utah Public Radio presents the original radio series, Objectified More Than a Body. This weekly program can be heard Tuesday evenings and Wednesday mornings on Utah Public Radio, showcasing the people and programs empowering Utah women and girls. One in three women in Utah will experience sexual assault or domestic violence in her lifetime, and yet only a fraction report the crime. UPR's Kristen Munson explains how police departments in Utah are starting to adopt new techniques that are not only more humane for survivors, but also increase prosecution rates. Almost a targeted campaign of terrorism, you know, that's what it feels like. It's, it really just kind of eats away at you all the time because you're worried about your child and, you know, they just make every single little thing so hard. When I was 23, I got married to what seemed like the nicest guy. Looking back, I, I never would have believed that someone could treat another person the way that he treated me. Tell me how the hell could you know? Ronnie Adams grew up witnessing domestic violence at home, and she never thought that it would happen to her. Her experience may be a common story for survivors. She met a man, they fell in love, and things were really good for a while. And then they weren't. When I first met him, I was a strong, happy, confident person. I've always been very determined and motivated, and we were only married for two years, and I was suicidal by the time I divorced him. I was like, I was ashamed. And, and it, it actually wasn't until just recently that I've been able to open up and say, that was domestic violence. Adam says that leaving was not just for her own mental and physical health. Studies show her kids benefit too. For the rest of their lives, it'll affect their health. According to the ACE studies, the CDC in San Francisco basically showed a strong correlation between trauma that happens to kids in childhood and between lifelong illness and disease. Their lifespan is actually shortened. Jill Anderson, Executive Director for CAPSIT. We see the same dynamics in Utah that we see in some of the more other rural states across the nation. There isn't a lot of talk about it. I think a lot of times people have the misperception that we live in a safe community, and we do, but some of the most dangerous places for people are their very own home. And that's what we need to address. Even in just Cache Valley, which I think a lot of people think, oh, it doesn't really happen here. We had close to 300 people in our shelter last year, and over half of those, of course, were children. That's a lot in just our little valley. So it's happening a lot more than people think. The Utah Department of Health estimates that one in three women in Utah will experience sexual violence in her lifetime. Now this statistic may surprise you, but the rate is significantly higher than the national average. Utah also has a domestic violence problem. More than a third of women in Utah report that they have survived some form of domestic violence. So odds are you know someone who's been a victim. You might be wondering, how can that be? 
Perhaps it's because, as a society, we don't want to talk about such things. If you were in a room full of people and you asked them, how many of you know someone who's experienced cancer, you'd get a third or more of the room raising their hands. But if you asked that same room, how many of you have experienced or know someone close to you who've experienced domestic or sexual violence, no one really wants to raise their hand. And yet, one in three, and we just don't talk about it. There's a shame behind it. A lot of people view it as a private matter when really it affects the entire community. Those children are going to school, people are going to work. I think as a state and a community, we really need to look at how do we address this? So the start is let's talk about it and implement some programs that will help. While Ronnie's story may resonate with thousands of women experiencing sexual and domestic violence, there may be a happier ending. There's a movement spreading across communities and police departments in the country. In Utah, it started in West Valley with the adoption of the Start by Believing campaign. This means that if someone discloses to you that they were sexually assaulted, you believe them. The very first person the victim tells believes them and supports them, they're more likely to report it. And the more reports that come in, we can hold perpetrators accountable, and, and that's where it's all going to start. Seth Colley, a captain at the Weber State Police Department, says it's an important first step. His department has not only adopted this philosophy, but it's trained all of its officers to handle sexual assault cases because they require a special skill set, one that's being backed with scientific evidence about how the brain functions after traumatic incidents. Well, we, we think it's, it's an important step in helping our survivors. A lot of the times you, you were seeing officers treating survivors like they were suspects. They were interrogating them, basically. Well, we were causing them more trauma by doing this. And so we wanted to take a step back and try to come together and do what's best for our, our victims and our survivors. The Weber State Police Department recently incorporated trauma-informed interviewing a protocol that enables officers to extract information from victims in a more compassionate way. It's different from traditional interviewing techniques because it's not an interrogation. It accounts for the fact that victims of trauma, like rape, often experience fragmented memories due to how fear affects the brain circuitry. Before, we were trying to get as much information as possible. And what we've later found out is that's not the best way because the trauma has affected their brain to the point where they can't remember certain facts or the order they go in. What we've done now with this protocol, we will get the basic information, where it happened, who, if they know who. We uh, will later on interview them in more depth to try to help them remember those, those certain incidences that will help this case to be prosecuted effectively. Trauma-informed interviewing is not just sensitive to trauma survivors it's also more effective. Since West Valley Police started using the technique, prosecution rates for sexual assault cases quadrupled. The hope is that these successes in the courtroom will spur more victims to come forward because they will know that when they do, they will be believed. We teach our officers to be caring, empathetic individuals that believe the, the survivors they come in. And we've found through doing it that way survivor feels more comfortable and can recall more memories from the incident and helps build a solid case for the prosecutors. 
It allows the officers to basically get the information in a way that it's not re-victimizing our survivors so that they don't feel like they're reliving the incident again or that they're being accused of doing anything wrong because ultimately the survivor has done nothing wrong. Whether they've violated some other law, it doesn't matter. This is the incident that we're worried about. And that's important, getting it out there that it's not their fault. It's never been their fault. With Utah Public Radio News, I'm Kristen Munson. Part four of our special series follows one woman's life changing decisions to leave the FLDS church. You can hear about her journey and all of the stories in the Objectified series at upr.org. This segment is part of an ongoing original Utah Public Radio series, Objectified More Than a Body. Support for the program comes from the Utah Women's Giving Circle, a grassroots community with everyday philanthropists raising the questions and raising the funds to empower Utah women and girls. Information available online at utahwomensgivingcircle.com. And to access the full series of objectified more-than-a-body stories, you can go to upr.org.